What's up, everybody? This is uh, the Fear Care Podcast, man. Thank you for tuning in. This is your boy, CTG The Collector. We got Cap Lives in here with us. And uh, we got a special guest, Black Lantern. Um, he's yo, yo. joining us. Yo, man. He's joining, us. he's joining us for this episode here. Uh, some of the other guys are going to hop in later, man. But uh, we want to go ahead and get this thing started. We hope that you guys are having a good morning so far. Um, and we hope that the rest of the week goes well for you guys also. Um, of course, hey, you know, it's Monday and, uh, you know, it's a great way to start. It's a great way to start the week off, you know, talking about figures. So uh, we definitely want to shout out our listeners, man. We want to appreciate the support. Thank y'all, man. Y'all helping us out. I've looked at some of the past episodes and uh, it's amazing because we have 100 listeners every episode. So, uh, you know, that's enough. And, and don't really get too many listeners. Uh, but you guys are supporting us. You're promoting us. You know, y'all doing some of y'all doing more promoting than we are. So, you know, we appreciate it. <laughs> really do. Um, but anyways, man, we want to go ahead and get into the podcast. Um, we want to start off with our most recent pickups. Um, so we're gonna let our guests go ahead and kick it off. Let us know what you picked up lately. I uh recently, you know, the uh the wallet been a little thin, but we still <laughs> <laughs> While it's been a little light, but we're still making it happen. Uh, I got, uh, let me see. My favorite figure recently has been the Revoltech uh, Izuku Midoriya, My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge, yeah, yeah huge fan of My Hero. So I got that. It's unfortunate. Recently, I actually got a Mezco Black Panther, like a couple weeks before Chadwick passed, so. Oh wow! Yeah, rest, rest in peace to the king. Wow. On man, and off the screen, but yeah, I'm I'm blessed that I got to get in before scalpers, which never happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Wild. Uh, after we lost Kobe, uh, I tried to get in, and scalpers had jacked everything up, so I ended up paying like eighty bucks. For an ugly ass McFarlane. Oh, shit. just so I could, just so I could have some. That's crazy! Wow. <laughs> can we? Can we? Uh, can I call the Hasbro Sentinel a recent purchase, even though I ain't got it yet? Yeah, I mean that, that's yeah. cool. Okay, because that—that's the reason the wallet's light. <laughs> I think I think that's the reason why a lot of people's wallets are light. Of course, yeah. I didn't. I didn't back it. I didn't get it either. Yeah, I kind of, I decided against it, man. I mean, not like I was saying, you know. Um, I think the episode before last, it's a, it's, a, it's a dope figure. Um, but it's just, it's just, I don't know. I just for the price point, I don't, I don't really see that, you know, being worth, you know, the three hundred bucks. You know uh, I mean, three fifty, correct. But uh, well, yeah, <laughs> originally <laughs> I wanted two, and I ended up just getting one. I knew though, like this is something. Well, we waited twenty years for an actual one twelve size. Yeah, and, and uh, I just don't want to have to go to aftermarket for it ever in life. So I just I, wanted one. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna make for some dope shots. I I, I give you that. Like it's it's gonna make for some really dope shots. And then the the thing about it is, it's like you don't have to army build yourself. I mean, if you do, that's all well and good. But you know, right. one shot with a sentinel, with one sentinel, would be dope. So I mean, you know, I mean, it's like I said, it's a good figure. I just I had to pass. It. It's just, you know, 
I, I, I don't know. I felt like, you know, if I'm going to spend that much money, I'm going to go ahead and get a Hot Toys figure. Mm. Um, so I was just like, nah. Man. And I don't even spend that much money on Hot Toys. I think most of the Hot Toys that's around the $300 range are most of the, uh, mostly the Iron Man armors. And um, mm. I don't have not one Iron Man for collection, so I'm, I'm good. Man. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Hot Toys were out of the price range till I started looking at aftermarket Mezcos. Yeah. Uh, if you if you can buy some of those aftermarket mess codes, man, you can you can buy at least you like two hot toys. It's it's that uh one six size though. Yeah, Cap, you collect you collect one six too. Nah, nah, that that scale's too big for me. Right. I mean, I'm a big dude. I got big hands, but I'm not. You're not trying to do all that. <laughs> are y'all in? Question for y'all: Are y'all are y'all all in New York? Oh no, nah, no, nah, I'm in oh, Florida. Nah. In Virginia. Virginia. Oh, okay. Well, greetings from the West Coast. Um, the West Coast. <laughs> I'm out here in Cali. Yeah, I think you and Geeky are out there in Cali. Yeah. Ducking ducking these fires. Man, look, it's look, y'all lucky it's hot out there, man. It's it's been pouring down in Florida for like the past couple weeks, and it's just it's been horrible, man. Mm. It gets I think just in cold weather up here. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's been like lower or like um like sixty one and lower recently, so it's hoodie season now. Wow, y'all get weathers. We y'all get yeah. seasons. Like, yeah. I'm slightly listen that we have we have like summer and hotter summer. I kid you not. I mean, does it? Does it? I mean, I, I know the song says it never rains in California, but does, does it really never rain in California? It does, just not enough, not enough to keep the forest, the forest moist. Wow, our, our shit is tender right now. But uh, yeah, y'all have a bunch of natural disasters. Y'all have uh, uh, earthquakes and and uh, and forest fires. Y'all just y'all just have it all. I had, man. I'll take an earthquake over a hurricane any day. That's um, <laughs> yeah, we don't get those up here. Well, yeah, Virginia. We get tropical storms. Oh yeah, see, we we get all of that. We get tropical storms. We get forest fires. We get hurricanes. We get tornadoes. You live in Florida. You don't see that. Yeah, you got to be bold to stay in Florida. Yeah, I think the only thing we haven't gotten is snow. We maybe had a little couple snow flurries, but. That's it, man. We know most of our rain. That's it. <laughs> All right. But yeah, man. Let me um. Let me see my most recent pickups. I don't think I think I really have any. I did uh. I did do a trade um with Figaholic. He sent me a um yeah Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse Deluxe figure, and I sent him the uh, Deluxe War Machine. Uh, we did we did that trade, so I get that. Time this week. Um, That's a good figure. That deluxe war machine. You weren't feeling it. No, I got one. I actually got it. I actually pre-ordered one. Mm-hmm. Um, from Dorkside Toys. Shout out to Dorkside Toys. Shout out. And I ended up. Um, I ended up coming across one on a, a, a from another store. I think it's called Chubsy Wubsy Toys. Mm-hmm. I checked them out and they actually had one. So I was like, well, shoot, I don't have to wait. Let me go ahead and get it now. And so they sent that to me. And then uh, the one that I got, my uh, Dorkside Toys is already paid for. That came. So I was going to either go sell that and use it for trade bait 
And uh, so, of course, I asked the brothers first if they needed it. And Philip Holler was like, yeah, I'll take it. And he sent me the Age of Apocalypse. And that worked out good. So I should have him that probably sometime this week. Ended up finding a Boba Fett, um, the uh, Carbonized Boba Fett at my local game stop. So I'll probably go and grab that tomorrow. Um, trying to think of what else did I we should pick up. That's about it, man. That's about it so far that I can think of. I don't have anything else. Well, I know what wasn't your most recent pickup. What's that? Dr. Nocturnal. Oh, 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 yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I um, I had a friend of mine, I had a friend of mine that helped me get that. Oh. Um, lucky, actually, because he had a friend to um, ask him to help him out, and he ended up getting it. So his homeboy, well, shout out to Matt. I just get, I just say his name, Matt Agrella. Um, Y'all heard that name before. Uh, Matt pretty much got the best game. Uh, and uh, he ended up helping a friend, and the friend ended up getting through and getting the figure. So he was like, well, hey, man, you're in luck. I got an extra one. It's yours if you want it. I'm, I'm, that's what's up. Let me see you that money. So I sent him uh, the NRC for that. So uh, once the figure comes in, I'll the rest. Uh, but it, it kind of hurt me, dude, because I have literally every um, – Mesco figure as far as like the Gomez University concerned, in mm-hmm. my hand, maybe um, the White Assassin, and then of course the Crimson, you know, Dragon one that recently just came out uh, for like the ones that won that uh, crossword puzzle contest. That's the only one I got. Uh, oh, those are only two I don't. Um, I don't have the Clan of the Golden Dragon, but I do have them on pre order. So once they ship those out um, for the date that they came up with, I'll get that too. Uh, oh, Dr. Nocturnal was the only one that's been missing. So that would have really broke my head. Um, but of course, he looked at me. So uh, my collection will be complete. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. That's what's up, man. I got gaps in my collection like a motherfucker, man. Oh, for real? <laughs> Mad gaps. I, wow. I'm very cherry picking. Only get, like, only get what I really like or really appeals to. I'm hoping maybe yeah. if I come across Doc in the wild, I get him. And see, I'm actually I'm actually getting to that point in you know my collecting journey to where I'm starting to cherry pick now. Um, mm-hmm. Because to me, it's just it's too much dope stuff it's out too there. Too much. Bro. Yeah, it's too much, and it's just like I, I can't keep up, you know. So so I'm, I'm I'm satisfied with just watching everybody else enjoy these things that I'm probably not going to be able to get, or you know I just don't have the money to get because I'm buying other things. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Earlier on, I ain't gonna lie to you. I used to be disappointed, man. I used to be trying to keep up with everybody, and I just I was going broke trying to do that. I'm like, it's man, an expensive game. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really expensive. So to try to have that mindset to just slow down and get what you really, I, I go for what I really want. I'll say that. I go for the figures yeah. I really want. So I'll kind of weigh them. Like if two dope figures is coming out at the same time, I'll see which one I want the most, and I'll go with that one. And then if I catch the other one in a while or maybe, you know, there's some extra somewhere else, then I'll get it. But other than that, I try to, I'm try. i trying to slow down, bro. Right. Now, do y'all do what I do, which is it's wild because, like, I'm very – I'd be considered very uh, messy in real life in a lot of other things besides action figures. Super organized. I got a whole note, a whole, a whole action figure list in wow. uh, my phone. Like I got the wish list 
and what's coming out this month. What do I want? And I'm just mixing and moving things around to see how much can I get in one month or like what takes priority over the other. I'll do that. I, I, I uh, that's a mental check for me. For me, that's all on my head. Yeah, I tried it. I tried that once. I actually, um, I tried to put something like that in my notes. Um, like the figures. Well, I did it with my pre-orders. I uh, organized my pre-orders so mm-hmm. that way I can be, I'll be able to keep up, and it kind of keeps me from buying extra things. Yeah. Um, and like, knowing okay, how much money is going out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like I don't want to. I don't want them to come out in October, and I actually have a pre-order that releases that same day. And then it's like I'm stuck because it's like, oh man, like I don't have the money for it because I spent that on a pre-order that came out the same day. So I try to I try to manage my pre-orders. Um, but I've never I've never made a wish list though. I've never made a wish list. I'm kind of like cap. I keep it in my mental. And um if the pre-order releases, if they like reveal a pre-order, uh figure whatever and put it up for pre-order, then I'll go ahead and I'll pre-order it and then you know I'll put it in the back of my mind. Um, but then I'll go back to it, like I said, and I'll put it on my list um, and say, okay, well, this is when I pre-order this. This is when it comes out, so I can't spend no money on this day. So I'll do it that way. Well, before um, the pandemic, I had, like, a list of imports I wanted to get this year because I, like, I had a job that I could get imports and still do everything else. <laughs> but after um, my job let me go, I was like, oh, well, I threw that list away, so now everything's been told. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Every everybody's feeling it. Everybody's feeling the squeeze. Yeah, which, man, being in America at this time is wild. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebel Tech, uh, Deku was on that list, but I I missed out on him because I wasn't working anymore. Yeah, Rebel yeah, Tech, okay. which one now? The uh, Rebel Tech Izuku Midoriya. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, that's when we make sacrifices. Like I had. I, I feel bad because Marvel Legends, like Hasbro is hitting and they've been hitting for the last couple of years. Right. I had to take a whole step out of them so I would have enough money to get a couple imports. And like I decided I like those Im- I I want those imports. Those are characters that I need to have. So like stuff takes steps back, but yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sure you'll like, be I, able to find them eventually. I hope so. I save money on Legends because um <clears throat> a lot of the stuff they do now is like before my time, so like a lot of the nineties X Men stuff I'm not really into. So like I just save a whole bunch of money on Legends and just put that into like a collection now. Uh I uh I've never so like I I'll straight up see a new line coming and say, Well that's not in the budget, I will never collect that line. Like Star Wars, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I've never like collected that. Star Wars, uh, Black Series, SHF, nothing Star Wars, no Dragon Ball, like uh, no uh, no Power Rangers. Your boy is a minimalist. Wow. And, I mean, that's where, like, I'm, I'm not a completist on any line, like, even Lightning Collection, which is probably the line I collect the most of. I said I can't do Mighty Morphin. That's too much, and I'm not a big fan of that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars, I only really collect, like, stuff from Rebels and Clone Wars and maybe some of the original trilogies and prequels, because that's around the same time. But I don't do, like, the newer stuff. I don't really do, um, <clears throat> like, I don't own a Luke Skywalker. 
I just have Tarkin and everything else like Rebels from the cartoon. Right. Wow. And it's like you, you have to be careful when it comes to collecting Star Wars because I mean, yep. I, I see, that's a whole that's a yeah. like pit. What is it? It is. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of see, I kind of see those Star Wars figures. They're going to end up like the the four inch and three inch figures that used to come out. You know, I used to have little holocards cards or whatever that used to be on the side. Um, mm-hmm. It's like hundreds of those figures. Mm-hmm. So I know that. You know, with Black Series, they're going to, like, just dish them out. Because there's so many characters in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. It's like, there's a character, there's there's a figure for even, like, extra characters. Like, little minor characters. Yep. They got they got figures for them. So, it's... it's they made, it's, a, they made a, a figure of bartender at the bar in Episode 4. I was like, really? Who buys that? Exactly. They're they getting into the weeds, the deep cuts. Yeah. But it's, it's now it's a good idea that they're doing that because it saves it saves you the time of adding extras. Like you know how you don't have to take figures and try to come up with costumes with random other figures and add them into the scene. They actually give you the extras, so it's like they already they already costumed, they already dressed, they're aliens. All you gotta do is add them to your shot, and you got your own extras. You know what I'm saying? Right, that is true. Characters. Yeah, those minor characters are actually useful for a shot. So. Civilian. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's a lot to collect. Um, but at the end of the day, if 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 you have the um, if you have the patience for that, you know, you have the funds. Hey, by all means, you know, go for it. You know, but yeah, yeah. Me personally, I try to stick to the characters that I know and that I actually like. Like for example, I'm I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I love the Mandalorian. Um. So of course, yeah. I love the prequels too. SHF Mando. Yeah, it's 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 a must have. It's a must have. Yeah, I might have to rule on that one. I'm a big fan of the prequels as well. I'm I'm more of a fan of the prequels than any other ones than any of the other ones. Um, because I actually got into Star Wars from watching the prequels. Uh, My first, of course, my first movie was Episode One. And uh, episode one, I fell in love with Darth Maul. Darth Maul was the dopest, yeah. you know, Sith, you know, ever, in my opinion. I mean, at, at that point in time, I didn't know too much about Darth Vader, so I thought he was better. Than, I knew of Vader, but I didn't know of the character that well. So I, in my mind, he was better than Darth Vader. You know what I'm saying? Now that I know better, <laughs> I ain't going to say that dumbass shit no more. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, I thought Darth Maul was a shit, man. So just from episode one, and then I followed all the way to episode three up until you know Anakin got his powers in two, and then three, you know, actually started to change, and it was just like it it, it was amazing, man. I loved it. I love the prequels. Episode one, yeah, that's why I'm like heavy into the uh, that's why I'm heavy into the cartoons because I was too young for the prequels to see them in the theaters. And then the first Star Wars film I ever saw in theaters was episode seven. Wow. But like that whole like time, that whole gap of time, like they had Clone Wars and Rebels out. So that was kind of like my Star Wars. So that's why I'm like heavy into those. Wow. So I want to, um, I kind of want to get into a segment now. Um, well, I ain't going to necessarily say a segment, but I did want to, uh, I want to get into a topic. Um, I want to, I want to talk about your photography. There's, there's a photo um, that you took around the time that, you know, everything was at its peak, you know, George Floyd had just got shot, um, people yeah. was rioting, you know, police officers shooting blacks, you know, it's just, it was just crazy, man. And uh, you made, you posted a photo, and I don't know if this was an old shot or it was one that you did recently, but it was a shot of all of the black heroes 
um, coming to the rescue of a little boy who was being arrested by a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, like, yeah. I don't want to say what inspired that because it's obvious as to what inspired <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what was on your mind at the time when you was actually making that? Because you have some people when they're creating, when they're doing shots and they're creating scenes, it's actually sometimes it's emotional, not so emotional where they're, you know, they draw tears, but it's emotional to where it's like you're deep into it, like you're focused. Like, what, what was your emotions like actually creating that? Because you got a big response from that. Yeah, uh, I I think first actually made that in a an ACBA competition uh, regarding yeah like the competition was it had it was a tournament and the subject was like uh, heroicism or something and yeah I I think I lost but uh, I was really passionate about. Gosh, my mind, like we've 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 joked about this ever since Luke Cage. Like, man, if they made black people bulletproof, it'd be it'd be game over. Like, what could they do to us? And uh, I just wanted to bring we grow up with and that we're inspired by into the real world. And a lot of our a lot of our uh, comics don't really go into. It's funny, as much grim, dark stuff as DC loves to do, uh, we're not going into the everyday atrocities that happen. So I wanted to show if black heroes were real, if superheroes were real, what's something they could do? and How would it look? Yeah. It's it's another another shot that was really inspiring, too. Around that time that you took, and it was a, it's look, look like you have where it's like a family, um, yeah, a father hugging their son, and then you got a, you know, a new, the news in the background on the television. Mm-hmm. And so I made that actually in 2016, four years ago, and I feel like I posted every doggone year because it just keeps staying relevant. Yeah, and uh, that the boy in the shot is Finn, so I. I, I lied before saying I don't buy any Star Wars. I bought Finn because he was the first time I'd ever seen a, a black like male character without their face covered up. Like we see we see white skin all the time, but seeing an actual black boy figure yeah. was uh really uh really powerful just to get that representation. And then I used him in a ton of shots. So like I made a whole collage out of shots that I used them with as like a my yeah. own avatar going around with a hoop ball is life. I grew up playing basketball and uh, I even had uh, as a teenager, I even got racially profiled by cops in my neighborhood. Wow. I didn't like look like I belonged in this nice neighborhood. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, we all got stories, but I just wanted to express my emotion through figures and try and tell a story and the response that it got was fantastic uh, i mean of course i got the trumpers and you know stand, standard racist bullshit filter out yeah but overwhelmingly it mm-hmm. was positive like some people said they were even moved to tears about it and uh, how they were really 
they could really feel the 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 emotion, the pain in these like characters' faces and their body language. And that's what art is about. And right. it's so cool that I'm glad I was born in this era where I can be nerdy enough to make art with plastic action figures. And I'll never take that for granted. Wow. That's dope. That's dope, man. So I mean as as a as a black artist or photographer, um when you get responses like that, and I'm and I'm not talking about the good responses, I'm talking about the negative responses. I'm talking about the guys that come on your page and you know hackle you and you know mm-hmm. talk trash and you know just got negative shit to say because of the message that the photo was sending out. How how do you handle people like that? How did you deal with those responses that you got from those negative people? I mean, my nickname is the Block King, so I'm I'm Dikembe Mutombo in here. <laughs> that doesn't keep me up at night uh and also like even my name that i chose black lantern it was part i was partially inspired by uh one of my mentors pharaoh Black. i i uh, grew up loving his art and that was before i started taking photography seriously and uh i just knew being black was such a integral part of my identity that mm-hmm. I wanted it in the name. And so like Black Lantern, uh, black was uh, who I am, my history and my culture. Lantern, uh, uh, this is kind of cheesy, but like being a light in the darkness. Uh, the original Christians weren't called Christians. They called themselves like, uh, like uh, uh, lanterns. Mm-hmm. And you know, also Green Lantern. I love uh, John Stewart, and so it's a little homage to him. So Black Lantern put it together. Oh, yeah, and it's it's. I started it out like, if you if you're not cool with Black, you're not gonna be cool with me, because this is who I am. So get used to it. Right. That's that's dope. That's dope. I mean, I always thought you had a cool name. I thought it was dope. I mean, when I heard it, I always thought about the actual Black Lanterns. Um, <laughs> of course, the Black Lanterns, those Black Lanterns represent death. But I mean, that's yeah, death, death, death. I mean, yeah. That's just the mind. That's 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 the thought that came up in my mind. But I mean, now that you explained it, because I always knew it was a little bit something a lot deeper than what I was thinking. Um, so the fact that you was able to explain that to me and make it clear, it was just like, okay, yeah, that's one of the things I was thinking about as well. Um, but that's that's dope, man. That's dope. That's dope. Those few those uh, shots we talked about, those were like the first ones that I think I saw of your work. And I said, "Yo, you can do this kind of stuff with toy photography." <laughs> so that's when I really started getting uh, in, like a big fan of your work. Whoa. And I just thought Black Lantern was like I know you were black, and I just thought it was like a John Stewart reference. So hearing like the rest of it, that's really cool. Uh, thank yeah. you. That's what's up, man. They need to stop doing our boy dirty and give the man a film. They need to give him everything. They're doing him dirty in comics. Yeah. They're doing him dirty in movies. Mm-hmm. If yeah, I John would have been, I don't yeah, even think John Stewart has his own comic. I think he he's like I think he leads the Black Lantern Corps. Um, I think in a few books, but he doesn't have his own comic. I think that's kind of you know nah. weird. Um, last book he was in that I was reading was How Jordan the Green Lantern Corps, and he was just in that. He didn't have his own book. Yeah, he he was like just a supporting character. It's just 
I mean, he's John Stewart, man. Come on, man. DC, DC really had the ball and fumbled it. They had the bag. They already yeah. had uh, static shock. They could have turned him live action and beaten Miles Morales to the punch. Well, uh, see, they're actually, I think they that was, have, but the good thing is, um, recently for DC fandom, I know that, um, God, I forgot the name of the comic book company. Um, crap. Milestone. Milestone. Yes. yes. Milestone yep. talked about doing a live action, um, live action static shop. So that's one, that's one of the projects that they're actually talking about doing because, of course, you know, a lot of people picture static, you know, they picture static kind of in the same, I guess, put him on the same level as Miles Morales. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, he's, what, yeah. Me, me, I, I, I wouldn't say I would do, I do that. Um, but you have a lot of people that kind of look, for example, um, the guy that actually voices um, Virgil in the cartoon, he made that statement. And he would, he didn't tell Lamar, yeah, he didn't say Miles per se, the but goat. He Spider-Man. And um, of course, yeah. it, it kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because he's like, How dare you compare Spider-Man to Static Shock? And I don't think that was his actual intention. I think he was just saying, like, you know, when I first discovered Static Shock, Spider-Man is the first one that came to mind. He was like, He's DC's mm. Spider-Man. And I mean, technically. He kind of is, you know, he's a teenage black kid. He grew up mm-hmm. in the city. Um, he received his powers and, you know, so, I mean, who else? He really should have been DC Spider-Man. Yeah. But it kind of seemed like, I, I heard something that, w- that went on with, like, um, DC and Dwayne McDuffie's widow. So, like, they, they were never allowed to, like, fully use Static and the other Milestone characters. Yeah. But it kind of felt like they were like, well, we can't use Static. We'll just make these other characters because they did Jaime Reyes. And Jaime's popular, but he's not like popular enough to be considered DC Spider-Man. Yeah. And then they did um, what's that character that they had in like 2017 Sideways from like the Dark Multiverse, and he was around for a little bit, and they kind of just threw him to the side, and now Static's back. So that's good. Yeah, it is. It is. And I also, I also always, I always associate this uh, st- uh, Static with black, um, with um, Black Lightning. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I mm. always when I like I said, once I got into you know the characters or whatever, and I started to do my research and read the comics, I kind of seen how they really don't you know they're not linked up together because I actually thought that you know maybe Static was Black Lantern's son or something like that, but not Black Lantern, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, Black Lightning's son, and then it turns out that that's not the case. Um, he looks up he to Black Lightning, but he's not Black Lightning, yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, man, um, that's, I just, I just, I don't know. I, like I said, when I, when I think about static, you know, I do, it does put me in the mind of Spider-Man. I mean, you know, I don't mean no harm when I say that, but I mean, it's true. So for them to, I mean, but, if anybody feels an insult, I don't know why static's a great character. Right. You gotta read his comics. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. When they said that. You know that they were going to do a live action movie for Static. I was like, about time! Like it's it's, it's well deserved, you know. Um, because of course, Marvel hasn't done a live action yet. They've done right. you know, an animated uh, animated movie, but they haven't done a live action. So for DC to do that and you know to want to capitalize on it, I think that's a good. Idea. I mean, I think it's to be honest with you, I think that's what they need. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's something. Yep. It's something that they really need. I mean, because I mean, they 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 have some good stuff coming out. I will say that, because um, of course DC is all always known as the black sheep. You know, everybody loves Marvel, Marvel this, Marvel that, and DC doesn't really get too much of the love that they deserve. And you know, I mean, I feel like for the next couple movies they got coming out, especially with Black Adam, um, I think they're gonna be all right. I think they'll be all right. And then you got the Batman that's coming out. Um, like I said, uh, Milestone announced the live-action version of, of uh, Static Shop. And uh, you got Wonder Woman 84. So it's like those three movies alone. And then plus you got the Snyder Cut coming out. So those movies alone, That's I think they'll kind of try. They'll, they'll somewhat put DC back on the map. They, they've been the getting their head the out of yeah, they've been they've been getting their head out of their booty hole for a minute now. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I I look forward to uh, them getting out of their own way. Yeah, and then the creators yeah show their characters right. I'm still so hurt that we don't have a proper Superman. How do you hire people that don't understand these characters to make films of your characters? Now I will say this. I'm not. How can I put this? I love Henry Cavill. I think Henry Cavill is the perfect Superman. Ever since, ever since, um, um, right, what's his dude's name? I'm having, I'm, I'm for some reason, my mind is going blank. Huh? Chris Reeves? Yes, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves in that era was the perfect Superman. Yeah. Okay. Now, once he retired, and of course, you know, he was unable to do movies, you know, it took a while before they were able to actually replace Superman because you had Dean Kane. Now, Dean Kane was good for the TV series. Um, that show was funny. Yeah, it, was, it actually was. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, Dean Kane, he was good as a television Spider Man, but I wouldn't have put him in the movie. I mean, I'm sorry, not Spider Man, Superman. Superman, yeah. He, he was good for the television Superman, but I wouldn't dare put him in the movie. Uh, the guy that was Clark Kent in Smallville, he was okay. Um, but I wasn't well in the movie. That was a tease. I had to drop Smallville after like a couple of seasons because they kept, I'm like, I'm here to watch become Superman. And they just, they just teasing with you, just blue balls. Yeah. Here's a little Superman, <laughs> just a little bit. I thought it was crazy because it, it was like I think um I think I read this somewhere like the contract originally was like you would never see him in the suit. Yeah. So they said, Well we're not, we're not gonna give him the suit, bring him a black t shirt with the logo on it. Uh. And then a leather jacket with the logo on it. I was that, like, just give him the suit. Very early two thousands, like the X Men right. and the Matrix, everybody black leather. Yep. Our ass black leather. <laughs> Sweat. Now I thought Brandon Routh was a really good Superman. No, yeah, he Superman did a good job. He did a good job. He did a good job because I think they actually that was like the continuation of the Christopher Reeves uh, series. Once Christopher Reeves yeah. did those movies, um, they went ahead and you know said, okay, well, of course Christopher Reeves can't do the movies; he's dead. So let's find somebody that's kind of close to, I guess. Um, Someone that has his looks and someone that somewhat sounds like him because he sounds like Chris Ruiz a little bit. And yeah, he had the mannerisms down. He was great. Yeah, he does. So, you know, they put him in and did Superman Returns, and I liked it. I think, I mean, of course, the, the S on his chest was a little too small, 
But, you know, I mean, it was what it was. Now, one of the things I didn't like that I, I thought it was cool, but I really didn't care for it was when they implied that, you know, him and Lois had a son and the son ended up having superpowers in the end. Um, so I thought that was kind of, you know, but I guess they figured, well, hey, this is the last movie. You know, we're not really going to do another one. So let's go ahead and just play around with this one. So we'll just say, hey, you know, Superman and Lois had a son. Um, it's not the guy that she's married to, son. It's Clark, son. <laughs> or Clark doesn't know it. Um, so, yeah, but Brandon Roth was good for, you know, he was he was good, you know, for the time being. Uh, but to me, Ken, Henry Cavill is the perfect Superman. That's just, he's, that's he, he's good, but uh, my man on Supergirl, Tyler Hoechlin. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, from what I've he's, seen, he's Dude, doing. Y'all, y'all gotta thing. be kidding. He's, he's giving me them inspiration feels that I need when I see a Superman, bro. Bro, y'all tripping, man. <laughs> you don't like him? I don't, man. At he's all. so pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like him as Superman at all. I mean, he he may have the mannerisms, but he doesn't have the look. He just he doesn't look like Superman. <laughs> and uh, who, who would Michael B. Jordan? I mean, he could make a, he could make a good Superman. I wouldn't say you know, of course, Clark Kent Superman, but you know, um, right. As far as a black Superman, yeah, he I think he, he I think he'd be okay. That would make so many people mad. Of course, oh yeah, nobody would see that. People be upset. But my question to them would be, why are you upset though? I mean, because it's it's comic it's comic accurate. We got two black Supermans. Two different Earths. Mm. Why are you upset? Out of those, had all these iterations of of Clark Kent show show a different Superman. But I I still would. I always want uh, Clark Kent on the screen. My favorite, some of my favorite superheroes that always uh, point point me towards uh, towards like being a better person, being doing the right thing when it's hard, uh, being against. Exploitation of others, protecting the innocent, stuff like that. That Superman, uh, Captain America, and Spider Man. Those are my favorite three. Yeah. And you, if you're gonna play him, you gotta you gotta have that. You gotta embody that. So I could definitely, it, I could definitely see Cavill doing that. So far, I've seen him play uh, uh, like antiheroes better. But if they gave the man a decent script, that's I, it. That's, that's what I'd I love to say. I'd love to see what he's got. Yo, that's all I like. And man, I still Justice League. He was cool, and it just feels like he's very much a like new Fifty Two Superman, and not like I'm ready to be Superman. Superman. Mm. Well, I think that's what they were. I think that's what they were trying to portray him as the new Fifty Two Superman. Because I mean, if you look at the suit. The suit kind of, you know, yeah. the suits are somewhat the same. Yeah. New 52 inspired. It's definitely yeah. got hints of it. Yeah. So I think I think that's what they were going for. Uh, but yeah, in, in my opinion, he, he's the perfect Superman. I, I can't see anybody else playing Superman but Henry Cavill, at least not right now. Um, Speaking so of I, Superman, uh, are y'all watching The Boys? Yes. I haven't seen a single episode. Bro, you missing out, dude. You are missing <laughs> out. Here's I don't it. have Amazon Prime. Hey, you struggling, Cap? There are ways. But uh... <laughs> yo, this last episode though, um, and I'm sorry, spoiler warning for anybody that watched the boys. 
um, go ahead and fast forward through this to the to, to the next whatever we talk about next. Um, but episode yeah. five. Yeah, the, the, yeah, episode five. Have you seen it? I haven't. I'm finishing up episode three. Oh man, I can't say that then. <laughs> oh man. Dude, you just hit me up afterwards, man. You tell yeah, me. hey, look, episode five <laughs> is episode five gonna blow your mind, bro. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's mad crazy, dude. It's like, dude, okay, so throughout the first season, I mean, well, the first episode, it's just you're you're rooting for um, Stormfront. You're like, okay, you know, she's dope, mm-hmm. she's killing it, and as you go along through the episodes, it's just like, okay, why am I going to hate this character? Mm. Um, and so you so much start to hate her just like you hate um, Homelander. Yes, you start to hate her like you hate Homelander. It's just like okay, you know what? This this chick is just like she's getting on my nerves. I want her to hurry up and die. But episode five, man, it's gonna change your whole mindset. Well, I ain't gonna say it's gonna change your whole mindset, <laughs> but episode five is gonna make you hate her a whole lot more. And then what happens at the end is it's gonna it's gonna mess you up, man. I'm telling you, man. oh, <laughs> it's gonna mess you up, bro. It's you got me hyped now, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. Like, I love that it shows just how bad of an idea this would be applied to real life. Yeah, like yeah. And I was joking with uh, some of my friends. I was like, yo, the fake, <laughs> the fake, the fake uh, movies. And the boys, like within universe movies, would be actual movies and actual games by Marvel. Yeah, it would. It like, would. And that's that's another reason. Like sometimes I have a hard time uh, connecting to, even connecting to uh, certain comic storylines, because I'm like, I want it a bit more grounded. I'm not like. I, I don't need it to be grim dark like Zack Snyder. I yeah. don't need it to be death and destruction all the time. But like showing that the cops aren't good guys, showing that entire systems are against you and showing that, you know, how how people are exploited. We don't need AIM. We have Pfizer. We have AstraZeneca. Right. We we have Walmart. We don't like. It's not <laughs> secret. It's not a secret at all. So that's that's why I really appreciate the boys, and I yes. like how they, uh, how the show took the essence of the comic, but adapted it for modern times, and then also just changed or got rid of stuff that, well, they don't necessarily need to bring into it. Yeah. I think I, I love about that that whole show. I love the fact that they actually took a little bit from Marvel and they took a little bit from DC mm-hmm. and they made one. For example, Homelander. Homelander is a perfect example because you can tell he's a mixture of Captain America and Superman. Yeah. But he's more so about his, his okay, so his at his mindset is Captain America. But his his attitude, his powers, powers and yeah. image. Yeah, it's Superman. Um, I've never in my life hated a character as much as I hate Homelander. I've never been so scared. Dude, I hate that guy. 
I hate that guy. Hey, you know what? I hate him so much. If I was to see the actual dude that played played that role, <laughs> I probably wouldn't even talk to him, bro. You got beef. <laughs> hey, you know how you get some people, they get so into the character that when they see the actual actor, they be pissed off at the actor? Yep. That's me. That's uh, I don't know if y'all watched Power. Yo, yeah. I but uh, what was Ghost Son's name? What's his name? Tariq. Oh my yeah, god, Tariq, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was annoying. People. Couldn't stand his character. He was like he's told people in real life, like, "Yo, I'm just I'm an actor. That's just the character. Yeah. Leave me alone." <laughs> like the right, final man. season was starting to happen, and like people were just like blowing up his phone, the DMs about like, "I hate you. I hope you die." Right. And he's like, "I'm just I'm just an actor, bro. <laughs> I didn't do it." But yeah, I, I feel I feel I feel that way about Homelander. I just I can't stand that guy. It's just like he has that pompous, egotistical, stuck up attitude, and it's just like he's it's 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 amazing because he knows he's badass. He's he kind he has that Thanos attitude. Thanos, yeah. Thanos he really got that attitude. Trump attitude because he's not as smart as Thanos. Facts. I was gonna say he sounds like he sounds like a typical politician. Yeah, <laughs> I mean technically he is. He's a politician in the case. Mm. But it's like he knows he's untouchable. He knows that nobody right now can beat him. I think the only mm. person that can kind of stand up to him right now is Stormfront. Like that's it. Mm. Um, but I mean, even that's out. That's that's kind of still, you know, undecided. Exactly. So this is like right now, Homelander is the guy to be afraid of. This is like okay, you know. Yeah, he's badass. Okay, that's why I hate him so much. Like he knows he's the shit. He knows he's the most powerful hero right now. So see, I can I couldn't watch a show like that. I couldn't watch a show like a superhero show where I'm just like, bruh, is anybody gonna stop this? Like <laughs> these are terrible people. Welcome to twenty twenty. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I haven't watched it. Like I, I mean, I could get Amazon Prime, but I just don't want to be. I, I like my superheroes having like hope and like you know heart and like hope to them and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So there just hearing like I've seen the memes about Homelander and I'm like mm. I couldn't watch this. If he's a main character, I, I would be upset numerous times. <laughs> the super I'll say this: the Super Seven, they're like the crime That's Justice League. Yeah, they're like the crime syndicate. It's like in the mm-hmm. crime syndicate universe, everything bad is good. And good is bad. So it's like they're going around, they're picking on people, they're killing people. You know, it's just like they're, they're committing crimes, but where they at, it's a good it's a good thing. Well, that's how the that's how the Super 7 is. Super 7, of course, it's the opposite. They're doing bad, but they're putting it out there as if it's good. So it's just like they, they have no thought for human life. Uh, for example, one of the um one of the one of the episodes, matter of fact, I think it was the first episode. When um, A Train ran through Huey's girlfriend, and it's like he didn't have any sympathy whatsoever. He was just like, "Oh man, I can't stop. I got to keep going." It was just like it was nothing, and it's like that's the mindset of all of these heroes. It's just mm-hmm. like I got powers, you know. What yeah, that's that 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 lack I of compassion. Yeah, that's that's why with great power comes great responsibility. That's one of the greatest quotes in modern history. It's a modern verse to live by. It's like a creed. And uh, Stan Lee just went ham when he made it. Yeah, well, these guys here, 
these guys here, they 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 don't believe in that. They don't believe that with great power comes great responsibility. With them, it's right. with great power comes great irresponsibility. They're very irresponsible heroes, um, <laughs> and that's that's what makes them dangerous. That's Reckless. what makes them extremely dangerous. Now, one character I can say um, that I kind of feel like is somewhat slowly but surely drifting over to the good side is the deep. I feel like the deep is slowly drifting. They're they're slowly drifting them over to the good side. I think eventually. He's going to turn on the Super Seven, because um, I think as of right now he's still not a member. Um, yeah, he's well. He <laughs> he hit his lowest point, and yeah. they were great at weaving that into the story, so it was very relevant. The yeah. way he, he uh, yeah he uh, sexually assaulted Starlight. Sorry, sorry, Cap. Spoilers. Oh, I don't care. Last <laughs> well, uh, I actually, I actually think it was a it was deeper. I think it was deeper than that. You know, when he did what he did to Starlight, I think it was deeper than that because it shows later on that he had low self-esteem. Yeah, his ego trip. Exactly. Yeah. He was low, he had low self-esteem. So, of course, you got these women coming after you and they're telling you, like, you're this, you're that. And then you finally hear from, you know, a fan, like, oh, you know, I had a crush on you. So it's just like, oh, she had a crush on me. Well, let me seize the moment. I... And you didn't get the response you thought you were going to get. Mm. So it was just like, like, yeah, bad decision. You know, toxic. toxic yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, and I think what I think what messed him up was the fact that he thought he was untouchable, but of course, once he got out in the public, it made you look crazy. So it's just like, damn, I got to clean up my life. But then it also kind of brought out some of the insecurities that you have as well. So, yeah, he needed he needed to take a step back. Yeah, but. At our lowest points is often when our we're most vulnerable to manipulation, right? And the way, like Cap, this this was so crazy. It has a <laughs> equivalent of the Church of Scientology. Yeah, and they suck <laughs> the deep in at his lowest <laughs> point, and so now wow. he's trying to rebrand, and he's spouting some Scientology bullshit. And some people call him out like, wait, did you join a Scientology? <laughs> right. It's, it's... So this is like a deconstruction of superheroes type show? Totally. Totally. Yeah. The yeah. most right. effective that I've seen on screen. Because yeah. I haven't I haven't even seen Doom Patrol yet, and I heard that was really good. I don't know. I didn't I didn't like Doom Patrol. I didn't care for Doom Patrol to be honest. I watched maybe like up to the like Fifth episode, and I just I was turned off of it. I didn't enjoy it. I, I still need it. to see. I still need to see that uh, Harley Quinn DC cartoon. No, I heard. No, I haven't seen that, that either. For that, I heard the first the first season is good, but the second season start it it, it kind of dies down. It becomes trash after maybe like a couple episodes for the second season. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm, but the first I'm, season. Well, it's on HBO Max. So that's how you get. I have HBO Max, so I'll check it out now. Yeah, definitely, definitely, um, definitely. Uh, check out check the boys. It. Highly yeah. recommended. Now, have you have y'all seen Titan? That's my show. That's my show. A lot of people, I don't know. A lot of people give Titans a lot of slack. But... Fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Titans. I thought season one was all right. I like season two. They had that but poor I black didn't... girl in that wig. I couldn't, bro. Oh, that is. They had her in that orange wig. Starfire is sexy, though. Y'all can't do my girl like. Yeah, she is. She deserves better. 
Yeah, so. she does. She does. But that that the first season was the first season was slow. It kind of grew. Second season, I loved it. Third season, eh, it was it was no, third second season. season a- yeah. The third season, oh. I'm excited about. That's what I'm waiting on. First season was like I said. First season, they had to grow on me. Second season, I loved it. So the third season, I want to see what they're doing next because, of course, the second season he he grows into becoming Nightwing. Um, yeah. What I'm really that's true was a beast in season two. Say that again. Hmm. Deathstroke was a beast. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I, mean, I got a couple questions for y'all. <clears throat> uh, one, Marvel's Avengers. Have y'all played it? I'm pl- I actually no, I but I've I've seen. I was playing, I was playing play it before. It. Um, before we started, I got it on pause right now. Man, I I'm gonna have to take y'all's word for it. I'm gonna check in and like. At the end of next year, I need I need <laughs> that shit to cook a little longer, if you know what I mean. Bro, I, I I'm 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 gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't wait that long. I'm, I would hop on it right now. And the reason why I say that is because next month they're dropping their first DLC, which will, which will be Kate Bishop, and I think in November is when we'll get Hawkeye, and then they'll start going from there. And when do they characters. drop Wakanda? I heard they were dropping Black Panther and Wakanda. Yeah, they are, but they I think did. I think Bang. they're gonna wait. I think they're gonna wait until later, like next year, for See, when I think they actually do a movie. Um, when T'Challa comes, then I'll come. You know what it is. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanna like I like my games like I like my food. No bugs. So yeah. we I I seen some compilations of it. All the reviewers that I watch have uh, been concerned. Also. Uh, that PS5, y'all jumping on that? Man, look, um, I'm waiting. I, I, I will not be jumping on it. I will use my dad's. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna wait on that one. Um, I'm gonna wait. I'm with normally... CTG on this one. I'm yeah, when, when it comes to when it comes yeah. to new uh, new consoles, I try to wait at least maybe like a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're still they're still gonna make games for the PS4. Yep. It's not like they're oh, going to yeah. cast out the PS4 altogether. Um, and that's that's the good thing about Sony. Sony still gives their systems a chance to kind of die out first mm. before they actually say, okay, you know, we're done. So when they're coming out with games for the PS5, they're still going to be doing games for the PS4. Now, there'll be some games that are exclusive to the PS5, but they'll still be making games for the uh, for the PS4. So I'm not giving up on the PS4 right away. Um but I, I, I I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to talk about that um, because there there are a lot of people out there that are pissed off at Sony because the release happened the way it did. They screwed um, up the pre-order. They screwed up the release. Well, see, it's 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 out there that it's really what it really wasn't Sony's fault. Um, the blame was pretty much put on Walmart. Walmart released their pre-orders literally in I think a few minutes or at least an hour after the reveal. Um they said that Walmart put out a tweet saying, well why wait until tomorrow you can pre-order it now. Wow. And so of course them wow. doing that it sent everybody into a panic. So now you know Target has to go ahead and do their pre-orders. Not only is Target doing theirs but now Best Buy has to do their pre-orders. Whoa so, that stank. That's crazy. Yeah, so they, it kind of it kind of forced all these other stores, these other companies' hands, 
to do the pre-orders earlier than they intended because of Walmart. Um, so yeah, it, it messed up a lot of things. And of course, you know, Sony's pissed about it because they weren't supposed to do that. They were supposed to wait. Um, so I don't know, man. It, it, it could get ugly later for Walmart, but yeah. So so Walmart pulled the Mezco, huh? Pretty much. Pretty much. Like it's Sony, the whole reason that Sony had their like application program was to prevent the PS5 from getting into the hands of scalpers. Right. Who resell it at way inflated prices. And now what tried to prevent has come to pass. Yeah. And it's already all over eBay. Like one one yep. is going for twenty five thousand dollars or some shit. Like a pre order. So yeah, it's ridiculous. And it, it makes them look bad because they were saying, they were telling people, hey, we're going to give y'all, you know, ample time enough to get it. We're going to give y'all time. We're going to give y'all a warning ahead of time. Everybody's uh-huh. going to get one. And it didn't work out like that because of the, you know, dumb mistake Walmart made. Um, and I won't even call it a mistake. They did it intentionally. You know, they wanted to yeah. be the first ones to do it. And it caused an uproar. So, <laughs> so people are posting. Now that like, oh whoops, didn't know you had to pre-order the pre-order. Right. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. It, it was crazy. Um, but I mean at the end of the day, I'm 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 not I'm not mad at people for being upset for not getting it. But I will say this. More are coming. It's not oh, like, yeah. oh, well, these are expensive oh, yeah. and we only making a certain amount, and if you missed out, you just missed out. It's not like that. You just have to wait a longer time, you know, than normal. And I mean, yeah. you got some of these, some of these, um, some of these companies like GameStop. You know, they got to make their money. Sony has to make their money. So I guarantee you, by the by the holidays, it'll be a whole lot more. I see that. I see a whole lot more coming around. The by the holidays, well, I'm sure they're in super production, but they already announced like COVID slowed them down. And they don't expect to meet demand. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, I typically try and stay, like, a full console behind. No lie. Like, I kind of went from PlayStation 2 to... I had an Xbox 360 for a summer. And then it got the red ring. And then I didn't pick up the next one until I got a, a PS4 Pro. So I have no problem waiting a console generation yeah. to get the next to get the next one. Yeah, that's not and then plus I barely I barely play my PS4 now. I have to make time to play my PS4. So yeah, you probably got a backlog too of games that you haven't got to yet, right? Yep, I do. Same. Like I haven't played I haven't played God of War yet. I want to play that. You know. Um I'm trying to think of another game that I haven't played. I haven't played Mortal Kombat eleven. So it's games on here that I haven't played yet. And then I recently just got internet. So I'm, you know, I'm catching up on GTA Online. I haven't played GTA in like three years. Mm. So I'm catching up on GTA Online. You know, I'm catching up on playing Madden, you know, online as well. It's like a lot of stuff I missed out on because I didn't have internet for the past three years. So now that I got it, you know, I ain't sweating it right now. I'm not rushing it. Right. I'm I'm enjoying it, you know. Mm. I think the only only thing that I, you know, going to regret 
is missing out on playing the uh, new Spider-Man game that's coming out. Um, Miles, yep. that's, that's coming to PS4 too. <clears throat> oh, so it is. Yeah, bro. That's oh, Miles Morales with his fresh lineup and his Tims are coming to PlayStation 4. Oh, man, you just made my day, man. <laughs> you just made my day, bro. Yeah. Like, for real, man. like I, I already expect the next two years or so, the big PS5 games will be on PS4 too. Wow, that's dope. And I actually, I seen that in game. That was the, I seen that in game reformer, and I was telling one of the guys that work at GameStop, and he was like, "Nah, I think it's just going to be PS5." I'm like, "Dude, this ain't game reformer. Nah. They're saying that it'll be on PS4." Mm-hmm. So, wow, that's dope. And Geeky actually said he was like, "If it ends up being on PS4, I'm not getting PS5." So. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna still get it, but like I said, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just wait. No, I'm not yeah, no rush. Yeah, no rush. Yeah, I feel, I feel like people are stressing out, you know, for nothing. Like you'll get the game. There was um a couple incidents at the mall I work at, um, where the release during the release, one guy shows up late and literally tries to jump line and take somebody else's ticket. And of course, it started a big fight or whatever. Um, oh. Yeah, it was just it was ridiculous, man. The we had, um, I read on Reddit where a guy actually went into the store to uh, do a pre-order, and one of the uh, employees told him that they had a wait list that he could sign, but they sold out. And he made a big old uproar, and then stormed out the store, slamming the door, or whatever. He got acting crazy, man. And I'm like, dude, really, like. You missed out, you missed out. I mean, it's Sony. They're going to produce more. You may have to wait a little longer, but right. you'll get your PS5. Like, why are you acting <laughs> crazy over PS5? But, you know, it's it's, been, it's it's hype beats, pretty much. They're in it for the hype. They want it for the hype. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, really? I don't know. video it. game hype is a drug, for real. It is. It is, I agree. I think it's way too wild. <laughs> Hey, is that Hiroshi? That's Hiroshi. Hey. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> What's good, man? What's up, what's up, Black up? Lantern. Nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you, brother. How you been? Straight, avoiding these fires out in California. Ah, yeah. Out in- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hear you. That's just saying safe, man. Yeah. It's, it's good out here. The air quality uh, got a lot better. At first, it was like earlier this week, it was yellow. The shit, the oh, sky man. is yellow, but uh, oh man, we wow. good, we blessed. That's good, that's uh, good, that's good. Now, how many of y'all have toy rooms actually dedicated rooms like man caves or whatever? I wish in my dream, man, that's legit. My room nope. now, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say in my dreams, I don't, I don't have anything like that. I wish I did, but I don't. Just me and Roshi, yeah, man, just me and Roshi. <laughs> Hey, 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 I got you. That's legit my room right now. Like, my room is my bedroom. It's my workspace. It's my toy room. Like, <laughs> nah, like I just got a toy room. I'm so excited. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I, uh, because of the pandemic, I moved in with my, my girlfriend. And we enjoyed each other more during the lockdown. So we were like, let's, let's lock this up. So she became my fiance. Hey. 
Wow. Hey, congrats. Congrats. Yeah. congrats. That's what's hey. up. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. And she already, I've, man, she's been in this action figure game a while. I, I feel like I've taught her too much. Oh, so she can like, laugh as well. If if I if I uh, bring a Marvel Legend in here, she'd be like, "Why'd you buy that? Why are you buy a Legend? Where's the mess? Oh up? damn! Wow. <laughs> damn! <laughs> what have, I'm like, what have I done? So created a monster, right? <laughs> yeah. So I got I got a whole snob over here that goes over my Uh-oh. toy purchases. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. You got somebody that can actually, you know. Uh, support your bad habit, <laughs> right? And you don't actually right. you don't feel bad about it because she has the same bad habit as you. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> she cuts me off. She's like, "Hey, right, that's enough for this this month. You're good." Wow. But, uh, sometimes it gotta be like that. Actually, you know, do the same thing you're doing, but have some self control because they can help you kind of maintain self control as well. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. That's, that's the yep. important thing. She doesn't. She doesn't shoot, but she supports me in my hobbies, and I support her in hers. So that's 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 what's up, man. Hey, that's what's up. That's a power couple right there. I promise. Blessed, man. I'm blessed. Yeah, I, actually, I thought. Um, I actually thought Figure was the only one that actually had a, a partner that actually, you know, had the same bad habit he had. But you know, <laughs> to hear that you got actually got people out there that you know have spouses and you know. That actually collect too, you know. That makes it. I think that makes it a lot less stressful, a lot easier. You know? Well, yeah, mine, yeah. Mine doesn't. She doesn't collect. She she knows my collection. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Like uh, she's so used to seeing me like uh, buy things that she knows stuff. So if I pull out, like if I get a package and it's from Ami Ami. She knows that's an import, so I can't tell her it's it was twenty bucks. <laughs> wow. Oh, she basically got you trapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows exactly. Uh, that's that's when that's you funny. get her something on the side too, like oh, like uh, flowers, baby. I know you take some flowers. Here you go. Right. That's how. That's how you. That's how you keep them off your back. <laughs> well, you know, I got you something too. Right. 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 That's how to do it. Play it safe, man. You gotta play it safe. Yeah, there's plenty of times where, like, because my girl kind of started getting into a bit more collecting with me. So, like, I went to, um, there's a local shop here in NYC called Book Off before the corn, before, you know, Corona hit. Mm. And I was looking for a couple things, but then I saw, like, this limited, because me, me and her are Sonic the Hedgehog fans. So it's like Shadow the Hedgehog is one of our favorite characters. And it's like, all right, let me see what's in here. And I ran into this, like, super, like, glittery version of Shadow. I was like, you know what? Let me get this for her. So oh, mind you, just before that, I bought a Figma, so I was like, uh, let me, let me not die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep her on the list, too. So, Lancer, let me, oh, yeah. um, let me ask you about your, um, let me ask you about your diorama. We talked a little bit about your dioramas before we started, um, but I want to ask you a little bit more about them. Now, in my mind, you know, when I look at your photos, some of the shots that you take, it's kind of like, maybe like a, um, like some city shots, like you have... Maybe like it's just a regular day. You got some figures just walking through the city or whatever. You know, just living their daily lives. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how how do you make that happen? Because like I said, from the 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 um from the viewer's perspective, it's like you literally built a city and mm. just you know mm. added some figures. Like how do how do you how do you make those shots possible? 
Well, one shout out to uh, Reco, Reco CH, all the way from Indonesia. He hooked me up with wow. my largest city diorama. Wow. And that's wow. the one. I know he. That's the one that uh, y'all probably found me on with my Spider Man shots. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. That's the one. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Ricky Panda 91. He also got me a city di- a, uh, uh, a huge giant rooftop diorama that I use with the city. Uh, shout out to Flashworks. I got some of his stuff, Bone Claw Customs. Just, I mm. like working with great artists. And if I can commission it, great. But if I see it, see the, them selling it and I snatch it up, great too. Uh, okay. With the city, I just and mimic real life. So you just what's what's in a real life city? How can we add character to these streets so they feel lived in, so they feel vibrant? And that's why I love civilian figures. That's why I wish companies made more. Standard civilians, and I ended up having to customize a lot of my own uh, black, black men and uh, women so that we just had normal people. Uh, yeah. But also, it's like that's part of what heroicism is, that's part of what being a hero is. I don't just want to show uh, a hero, you're supposed to save people. Who are you saving? If you're not saving nobody, like, what are you doing? So I like showing you know right. what people are fighting for. Wow. Yeah, that's true. I like how you put that. That's very true. Yeah, for real. I like how you put that. <laughs> and it's very accurate to like what especially like things that are happening now too. You know? Yeah. You never know who is, you know, an actual hero nowadays. Because you know, everybody got playing clothes. Mm. <laughs> but the minute you stand out, it's like hmm. You know. Because yeah. think about it, like superheroes stand out hella hard than like regular <laughs> civilians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's part like... of why having civilians makes it better because they contrast yeah. right with it. So. Exactly, exactly. But oh yeah, we I, need more civilian figures. Yeah, you were asking about like how do I set it up? Yeah, I was asking how you set it up. Is <laughs> I'm glad I finally have a toy room because it, it used to take up, like, my whole living room uh, messing with these. I would, like, fold my futon out and lay it flat and uh, do a whole setup on that. And I'd have to stand on a chair to get the right angle to get above the city looking down. So uh, hopefully in the hmm. toy room uh, I can get to these angles a lot easier with uh, less less mess so you so you mm. take your so you take your shots your diorama shots on the table or you use the floor because i've discovered that a lot of photographers actually use their take their shots on the floor instead of using the table mm-hmm. uh with me uh let me see this this group of spider-man in manhattan shots that i took i took that on an extended glass table that i would ca- keep adding like books and things to extend it out so it could fit the entire dial and uh, build it up. And then, as I said, I had to get on a chair, stand up, 
turn off the fan so it couldn't whack me and, <laughs> <laughs> and get my shots. Uh, wow. wow. Yeah, I try not to. I try not to work on the floor because uh, with this new with this room, it's got a carpet. It's got kind of a fluffy carpet, so I don't want mm. stuff to get eaten up down there. Gotcha. Like fall down there and never be found again, especially the size of stuff we're dealing with. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I never understood how people could use the floor though. I'm like, maybe it's because I'm just not as flexible, but <laughs> I just no, yeah, and I'm tall. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bending down, it's it's easier for oh, me if man. it's eye level. Yeah, yeah. But I see it's crazy. It's like, I'm short and I can't work on the floor. This <laughs> <laughs> is just a bad medium, then. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a table. I'm good. <laughs> also, another diorama that I think you guys have seen is uh, my Forest Dojo. Yep. I got that oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Turn, uh, open up IG and look at it as I talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yo, I remember seeing it. Like, it, yo, I want to shout out, yeah, <laughs> Mac Bay. He gave me a great hookup on that dojo. He was so kind of. He gave me way more value than what I paid for it. I'm gonna just say. So I, next time I get from him, I'm wow. Yeah, and that's and part of that is relationships. You know, there's so many uh, friendships that we actually foster in this toy community. Yeah, and I'm getting some of my for best sure. friends through it. So, yeah, the fact that we have a really good report uh, means he, he put heart and soul into that dial. So I took his dojo that I bought from him, that I commissioned from him. And then I combined that with Studio D dioramas. He made this forest. Mm. And then I had a couple extra pieces of terrain from Anima Dios. And I put that all together with the rocks and the foliage and the trees from Studio D and just Chef's Kiss. You're right. They did their things. That's what I like to do. Take a bunch of different things and combine it into something better than, you know, the sum of its parts. Mm. And that, that's a lot of fun. Now, I'm loving Just get that, that perfect cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now I'm loving this. I'm loving this Superman shot uh, that you took, um, where he's in front of an apartment building and he's saving a little girl or whatever. And you got flames and flame effects in the background. Ah, uh, yeah. Dude. And this this is what makes me love your work. It's like it's just it's it's amazing. Like I mean, like wow, dude. Like. It's, it's, it's what gets me about the work is is your detail. Yeah. Like the details is what like like I'm a sucker for that as I'm trying to like improve on my own. You know what I mean? So when I see you working in details, like bro, I, I gotta step up. <laughs> oh man, that's well. As you guys know, uh, finding mentors is important. Uh, finding mm-hmm. people whose uh, art you like, and then asking them questions. Fortunately, so many people in the community are just really helpful and really passionate and just want to share, share in the art and educate. So I've gotten great tips from a lot of brothers. 
Wow, that's what's up. Yeah. And also, like, with that Superman shot, I love it because this was inspired by the uh, Superman The Animated Adventures, season one, episode one. The first, I went back and I looked, I watched them. You can watch them. I watch them every couple of years. Uh, They're all available on YouTube. And the first episode, it doesn't show Superman's first uh, heroic moment. But his first, the first thing he does, the, the first person he saves is a little black girl that I think is like falling from a building or something. And they took a picture of it and shown it in a newspaper. So it didn't show what he did, but it showed that little girl saved by a mysterious flying man or something. And I was like, I want to show that. <laughs> I want I want to make that. So has Superman saving little Kiki. Wow. Yeah, that's what's up. It's a dope shot, man. That's a dope Thank shot. You. Thank you. It really is. And very specific, yeah. too. Like, that was extremely intentional. Yeah. And that's why my favorite things about your work is, like, you capture these heroes being heroes. Like, you have, like, the picture with all the black superheroes stopping the upper loose brutality, Superman mm-hmm. saving that uh, black girl, the Optimus Prime shot. I can't remember it exactly, but I think he's, like, saving a cat. I can't fully remember. Oh, yeah. But I remember <laughs> Optimus Prime. So, like, a lot of people who do this, um, do the favorite photography, have, like, big battles, big fights. You capture, like, the little moments, the small moments that make these heroes heroes. Right. I try, well, one, know your lane. And, like, looking at uh, my good friend, D. Amazing, Darius, mm-hmm. and Geeky Fresh, and uh, some of these other brothers, fantastic dudes that you've had on your show, shout out. Uh, like, they kill it with the giant fights. And <laughs> I'm not trying to look bad. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, like, I like the little moments, the humanizing moments. The stuff that doesn't mm. get as much attention, and so that's mm. kind. Of, and I I like showing things that haven't been shown, and I think that's why I have such a hard time making Batman shots because this community just whatever type of Batman shot you want, it's probably been done. Yeah, I think, like, I think Batman is the most. I think Batman is the most shot character out there in total photography. I think everybody yeah. has done yeah. a Batman shot. There's so many Batman shots. And you actually got photographers who are dedicated to Batman and Batman only. They won't right. take any other shot right. anybody except Batman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, his universe is deep and his lore, his lore is rich enough that they can do that. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I think you can find a place for Batman shots. You don't see a lot of Batman shots where you are compassionate towards children. Like That's, true. Yeah, That's true. That's true. He's heroic, too. Yeah, you know, even thinking about it, like, all the moments from just, like, the, the real human moments, aside from him being the only human in Justice League, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, like, the real, the real human, like, sentimental moments. And you know- um, I don't know if you remember Unlimited, where he was, like, talking to that girl. The little girl, yeah, yeah Ace. Oh, that's a great yeah. moment. Yeah, 
that moment alone is yep. just like, yo, this is Batman Chapman, like showing his heart. Yeah, I actually, you I actually I mean? seen a um, I noticed this because I, I actually have the Dark Knight Returns, um, movies. I have one and two, part one and part two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know in one of great in one scene, him and Robin are, I think they're on some hang gliders, and she gets knocked off. She gets knocked off her hang glider, and he catches her. And she's scared straight. And once he finally gets her in her arms, she wraps her legs around and wraps her arms. She, you know, she embraces him. Mm-hmm. And he says, good soldier. And I was like, wow. Wow. Because he, he kind of, he embraced her as a father figure. It was just like, okay, you know, I know you're scared, but I'm here. I got you. You right. know, I'm going to protect you. So when he said good soldier, right. I was like, yes. Like, this is, this, this is amazing. This is the, this is what I get excited about. Um, you can actually say that, like they say, Tony Stark has a heart. Bruce Wayne, Batman has a heart. Like it was, I don't know because that that version of Batman was supposed to be cold hearted. He's supposed to be old and grumpy, you know. Yeah, but, real gristled over. Yeah, right. So for them to portray him as a father figure in that moment, it kind of it was kind of like let's just step out of, um, let's kind of drift away from our intentions for this character and make him. A father figure, just for a brief moment. Um, mm. I, I I just thought that was dope. I thought that was so dope. It, it really, it really, it really hit me in a soft spot. Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of gets lost with Batman, and uh, especially in this hobby, because like most people, the distilled image of Batman is him like beating up someone, the tough, rugged <laughs> creature of the night. But if you watch yes, things, like, this rich ass watch- billionaire beating up. Niggas on the sidewalk <laughs> for jaywalking. <laughs> right. Right. But, like, if you read certain Batman runs, or if you even watch, like, Batman the Animated Series, he shows compassion. You, you see, like, a softer side of Batman, oh, yeah. which I always appreciate. But, see, I like how mm. they do it, because it's not so compassionate to where it's annoying. You know how you got some characters, you know they're yeah. not meant to be passionate? Yeah. And they just, they just stretch it out. It's just like, dude, he's not meant to be like that. For example... I talked about this last episode. We talked about some of the um, some of the '90s cartoons, and we talked about the Iron Man animated series and how oh. the Iron Man character <laughs> Tony Stark that's the murderer was so far away from the actual character, so it was ridiculous. It was just yeah. like this dude. This is not Tony Stark. Tony Stark is egotistical. He's an asshole. Mm. You know, you love and you hate him. But this guy here, he's compassionate. He's caring. You know, and it's just like that's not Tony Stark. Like, come on, man. So it's like that ruined the whole animated series for me. I just I didn't care for it. Anymore. I don't think they would have put. I don't think they would have put like a douchebag version of Tony on a kids' show anyway. Because exactly. even the Earth heroes, they turn his douchebaggery all the way down. I mean, I think they still because yeah. they they've done it before. They did it with some of the other animated have. Avengers movies, Avengers TV shows, where he was a douchebag. I mean, they made him more. It I mean, was more comedy, but you know. He was still the Tony Stark that you love to hate, you know. I mean, put it like this: they did it with um Black Suit Spider Man and the Spider Man animated. <laughs> He's being a real tool. They they did it. Was, you know, it was hilarious. And it was it was hilarious because it's like you know everybody knows, especially in the nineties. You know, Pete was he was kind, but he had you know he had some umph behind him. Yeah. You know, and the black suit stuff is like, oh, so you a real dick right now, huh? Right. And he realized he started acting a lot like Flash Thompson. It's like, oh, now nah, wait, this got to change. Hold up. You yeah. know? So it's like, there's ways they could have done it and, like, balanced it out to make it still have that, that you know, that cringy 90s twang that the Iron Man animated series had. Yeah. But 
it still be And then he have to do all the things that he, that he had wrong with him because, you know, the 90s was very much like, dare, don't do drugs. And it's like, yo, y'all don't have to do all that. <laughs> right, exactly. Nobody's saying it has to be that. You know, he could still very much speak out against that or even even have an episode teaching against But that. I mean, you know, at that time, you know, it was heavy. You know, people were heavy in the drugs. Oh, yeah. So, of course, they wanted oh, yeah. to keep oh, people yeah. watching. So they had to touch on the subject that everybody's talking about, and that was drugs. Right, right, right. I mean, I guess they couldn't no. show Tony on drugs like he was in the comics. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Tony was no. horrible after all of it. He was just like... Oh, yeah. man. Tony was that uncle that couldn't keep the ball out of his hands at every cookout. He was just like... He got dr- He had to get drunk at every cookout. That was Tony Stark. He came to the cookout drunk. Yeah, pretty much. To drink some more. <laughs> yeah, it was... You know. I that's think that's, that's was, why I kind of respect... That's how I was. That's why I respect um, Robert Downey Jr. because he actually embodied the character. He he was he yeah. was Tony Stark. He was Iron Man. He makes those assholey jokes. He was the one that makes jokes at the wrong time. Like, dude, like, really? Like, see, we having a serious moment. You want to be a jerk right now? Like, come on, dude, shut up. You know that that <laughs> that's Tony Stark. Like, he makes sarcastic yeah. moments. Yeah. You know. <laughs> during serious. But they definitely stopped alcoholism. Like, yeah, they, they, they got Iron. They skipped that. I said, come on, man. But it's because Robert Downey Jr. had his own problems with alcoholism, and that was his line that he wouldn't cross. He didn't want to have to go back to that space to act what he had gone through. Yeah. And it's part of the reason that he was, like, his demons are part of the reason he was able to embody the character so well. Yeah, exactly. Like a double-edged sword. I would have loved to see a deeper dive into the alcoholic Tony Stark and how that ruined his relationships and put his hero career in jeopardy. But yeah, that's not where Robert was willing to go. And, and that's fair. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. I, I, I like what we got. I Word. still prefer the boys. But uh, <laughs> Iron, Iron Man 1, though, Iron Man 1, that's one of my favorite Marvel movies, period. Iron Man 1 is mm, great. Yeah. Still holds up. The fact yeah. that they threw that film together and were writing the script as they were acting it out, like, have y'all seen the special features or the behind the scenes on that one? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I but, mean, but when you, when you have a director like John Farlow, I mean, you. you you're gonna have a dope, a dope movie, even if it's just thrown together. I mean, he does great work. So, I mean, I think to me, you know, that's that's it was given. Like once they announced him as the director, it was just like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be a good movie. I feel like everything he touches was good. I've never seen a movie that he didn't do that didn't that wasn't good. Uh, he done a lot mm. of movies. So you liked the I mean. Honestly, considering that it was kind of slapped together like that, that's very Iron Man, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Because he ain't going. He ain't got no plans. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, yeah, I had a word. question for y'all. Okay. Another one. So I'm going through my questions for the brothers. Uh, hey. What do you What do you prefer more in figures? Uh, the Mezco style of design 
where they make their kind of amalgamation or their own unique design or the Mafex route where they're taking specific uh, specific runs of characters and making what? those costumes. Wait a minute. We're supposed to be asking you the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. For me, I got to I gotta go. I got to go with Mafex. I love, the reason why I love uh, Mesco is because of the soft goods. But I love yeah. when it comes to articulation, I got to go with Mafex. Um Moffex is they're they're doing they're still kind of growing, I guess you can say, when it comes to the QC issues, but they're getting better. Yeah. Um but as far as articulation is concerned, I'm I'm all about I'm all about uh I'm all about me. Moffex. It's, yeah. it's Moffex for me. Moffex, Moffex. Yeah. Hmm. It's a tough one for me because it depends on what, what I'm getting. Right. So like if I'm getting like like CCG said, if I'm getting the, the the soft goods and stuff like that, then all right, cool, you know, because with that that brings me back to like old school toy biz stuff where like I'm getting a, a good figure and soft goods, you know what I mean? Um, but in terms of like articulation, it's a toss up because I'm torn between like Rebel Tech and like SHF, um, Mafex to a degree, um. And then I don't know, like it's it's a it's a toss up. I'm torn between those three. I would say. Yeah, Rev- Mesco's up Rev- there too, but like up. it depends on what figure. Oh yeah, they've always they've always yeah. had it. They've always had it, but the the issue is, and I know it's for it's for some people's preference. Like some of the the parts, the way they make the bodies look with the with the the joints mm-hmm. that they got, it may not look aesthetically pleasing, but you still get that movement. So it's like you you pick your poison. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Now, one one thing I can say that I do enjoy about Mesco is they do give you their own take on the character. Um, yeah. Like for example, um, let me see. Uh, you got Batman. I love their take on Batman. I love how they did the mm. Dark Knight Returns. You know, so they call instead of saying Dark Knight, of course they called him Supreme Knight. Um, but their take on that costume was 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 amazing to me. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. The uh, special ops Punisher, I love their take on the special ops Punisher. I always said yeah. if they were if, if if the MCU ever brought the Punisher in, then they should really take from Mesco. Like, hey, you know, let's take some ideas from this Mesco suit that they did. Because I mean, I kind of that's how I would see him, you know, in that kind of a suit, in that you know. Um, Kevlar type padded, you know, suit. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think um, when it comes to like Apex, it's literally like a character just jumped right out of the page, and I think that's yeah. great. And that's what I love about Apex. I think Mezco's um, the way they they like redesign certain characters works for certain characters for certain characters. Yeah. Like Batman, I like their redesigns of Batman. Deathstroke, I like that. Iron Man, I love that one. But like, uh, who was it that they did? Cyclops. I wasn't a fan of the Cyclops they put out, and I'm not a huge fan of how their cable looked. Mm. So I think it, like them, you look for certain characters works for certain characters. But other times when they're trying to like redo things, it doesn't always work. And I'm always like a stickler for comic accuracy normally. Yeah. So I prefer mm. making But yeah, Level Tech. There's nobody touching Level Tech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. We can't. We can't leave them out. I still think. Yeah. Their uh, Iron Man, their War Machine, the 
Izuku and their upcoming All Might, which I keep seeing Ami Ami tell me he's delayed. They gotta hurry that up. I need that one. Yeah, I got my mm-hmm. I got mine with Amazon Japan. They're still saying it's releasing in October, so that's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Because mm. yeah, I gotta have that one. That's the most that's one of the most anticipated Robotech figures I have on my list. Yes. Um uh, besides hey. cable. Uh-huh. Yeah, cable's up there for me. Cable too. looks good, yeah. Yo, but you know what? Truthfully, till this day, my favorite one will always and forever be, and y'all hear me say this all the time. Wolverine is always gonna be like the best Wolverine figure. I got him today. It's Marvel Legends. I hate Marvel Legends Wolverine. It is oh. fantastic, and it's almost on par with with Marvel. I gotta say it. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. You talking about the um, the triple pack one or this original Tiger Strike one that they did? Oh, uh, for well, the one that came with the, uh, the Apocalypse Builder figure. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Um, the one that came in three pack. I mean, I, I, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, the, the uh, the head scope is pretty cool. The fact that they went ahead and shrunk down the 12 inch version of that figure mm. and um, used the same head scope. Yeah. I think yeah. they did it for like the, uh, the the battle damage mask as well. Yeah, they pretty yep, much they did. Did, yeah. yep. yep. They took the 12 inch Marvel Legends and just shrunk it down and put them in a, and made him in a six made him a six inch figure and added them to the three pack. Um, yeah, but I, I hate I hate the color of his costume. Though. Thank you. Like that that limited yellow is what right. killed it. For Take me. care. Yeah. yeah, that limited yellow kill is. Well, I mean, not forget that. <laughs> All right, be safe. Oh, oh you good, man? Sorry, just getting home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that—that that figure, like I—I I like that version of, of Wolfie like that, truthfully and honestly. Like as far as like, all right, the way I look at it is like this with um. The Rebel Tech one, that is like my definitive Marvel versus Capcom, like yeah. Wolverine, right? But as far as like comic book accuracy, the Marvel Legends all the way, all the way. Um, and I got the first release. I didn't get the, the triple pack version, um, mainly just because I, I kind of didn't necessarily need them. So if I got the other one, I'm just going to swap the parts for the, um, the hands. And I got the Metal Claw mod, so it's like, you know virtually the same thing yeah but it's still like it's still a very nice like definitive comic book wolverine how do y'all how do y'all feel about the um the brown suit Mafex wolverine because i know the tiger's that, like probably out of hell but this one here like, i hear a lot that's of people gonna be, they're, they're anticipating something good to come out of this one. that's gonna be good truthfully and that's gonna be the best wolverine yeah some and people the shoulder patties is gone like as old as the Wolverine they're most used to from reading him in the comics. For me, I was raised on the the nineties Jim Lee style. Same. So, Tiger Stripe, and I think my favorite costume would still be Astonishing Wolverine. Yeah, that's what I'm which waiting very for. Very few companies have put out surprisingly, but uh, that's true. Oh, I wanted to give y'all a heads up. I got like uh, three more minutes. The missus wants uh, to eat dinner, and uh, she's she's African, so she doesn't eat until the, 
which I told her I don't need, right? <laughs> but <laughs> well, now nah, you all good, man. We actually got to close it out too because my wife came in here a little earlier, so I don't want to be on here too long. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you don't mind, one more question though, um, and it's it's a basic question. Uh, what what got you in the toy photography? Uh, toy photography. Let me see. It just was an entirely different form of expression mm. to take these characters that I had watched on TV and to see them in 3D with real life lighting and real life scenarios. I was just really interested in uh, trying to show what I think they should be with it. And so I started, gosh, I started, I'd been collecting since I was a kid. And then in high school, I lost that collection. And then I started buying toys again in college. And mm. I've been taking shots on my own just out of have passion for the characters and wanting to tinker around and mess around. I've been taking shots and uploading them on Flickr. And... Uh, yeah, that's before I knew anything about dioramas or uh, uh, lighting, editing, uh, adding props, like just really basic, just done for the love. And then I got into the ACBA group in like 2012, and I dip my toe there. Some of them, some of them cats gave me a lot of harsh criticism, but I appreciated it and learned from it. And like I consider myself nowhere near as prolific as some of the other illustrious guests you guys have had. <laughs> I, I love, I love uh, kind of the. It's it's like lease. I got these pent up ideas that I want to make. Mm. that I want to try and get out and it's like a release and it's stress relieving it's a fun creative challenge and yeah I think you know, I'm glad that first of all I'm glad so many black men are into it I was like I didn't know we were this nerdy oh but, yeah we deep yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually always trying to like big up any women that I see in it I don't think there are enough girls in it I don't think there are enough women in it. Um, agree, and agree. I don't just want it to agree, become agree. another sausage fest like so much <laughs> nerd culture. Yeah. Wholeheartedly I mean, me agree. personally, I, I, find, I find that sexy. I find that to be sexy. The fact that, you know, because you got, to be, to be honest with you, most women are against it because they're like, why are you playing with toys? You're grown. You're too old to be playing with toys. <laughs> For real. Like, you hear that a lot from women. So to find out that there are actually women who collect that shit? That's 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 dope. You know, yeah, what I'm I mean, of course, it's... we got uh, what, Christina Conan, who does yeah. great uh, customizing. I think there are probably more women customizing that I know of than actual photographers. And I think there was a girl, Alicia, I think from uh, she's in Europe, that gets a lot of attention. I just, mm. yeah, I, I, I just know uh, when you get diverse, uh, when you get diverse perspectives, uh, your your entire enjoyment grows. You see things that 
you wouldn't have thought of. Heck, that's why a lot of people gravitated towards me because I'm unabashedly black in my photography. And when you see photography, you, I think you see a bit of the person in it too. Yeah. Like, what do they? What do they hold dear? What do they highlight? What do they show? And uh, right. Well, it's a. Uh, oh, there's this one. Uh, Sad Kylo, the girl that runs that. The woman. That oh, okay. Runs that. Sad Kylo. She does a fantastic job, and I was inspired by her because she had this uh, level of kind of gentleness and sincerity in her shots, like really simple shots, but uh, really like emotionally just like soft and thoughtful. I was like, yo, I would love to harness that. So <laughs> there's tons of stuff we can learn from each other if we get oh, yeah. more people in. I hate gatekeeping. I don't want anybody to gatekeep. Uh-oh, I, I got the look. She gave me the look. All right, brothers. Uh-oh. All right, man. All right. We'll go ahead and end it here, man. We appreciate you joining us, bro. We hope Eat you up, have man. a good night, man. Enjoy your dinner. Um, appreciate the listeners, man. Thank you guys for checking us out again. We hope you have a great morning. Uh, make sure that you follow everybody on Instagram. Um, I definitely have everybody's Instagram posted in the advertisement for the podcast. Uh, but once again, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in, and uh, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Y'all have a blessing. Peace. Yes. Vote. Peace. Be safe, yo. Stay safe. <laughs> Bye.